This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Castrovince, and this is our latest look at the Cleveland Indians. I'm joined by Jordan Bastian. JB, a uh, little news this week, not quite uh, to the level of the Edwin Encarnacion contract, but we do have another multi-year contract in the fold here. Uh, Brandon Geyer, they avoided arbitration with Geyer on a two-year, $5 million contract, uh, basically buys out the two arbitration years, and then there's an option on top of that for 2019, a club option. So, uh Obviously, this was a guy they brought in at the trade deadline. I think his impact got a little overlooked or underrated just as a function of you know, being an Andrew Miller shadow. That was the huge trade deadline acquisition, but Geyer was a nice one as well. Yeah, he was. You know, really, really great role player, and I know he would love the opportunity to become you know, an everyday player, um, but obviously his track record uh, against left-handed pitching really speaks to you know, using him in that way. And he kind of projects to partner with Lonnie Chisholm in right field. Last year, he had over a thousand OPS against lefty pitching. Um, you know, and kind of give them that depth at the corner outfield spots. And talked to Chris Antonetti, and he said this spring they'll even run him out to center field a little bit. Um, he's played a little bit there in the past, but he didn't do that down the stretch with the Indians. So, you know, it's a really affordable contract, as you mentioned, two years, five million, with a chance to keep him in the fold for. Three million in 2019, you know, a nice complimentary piece to have on the bench, and a guy who could potentially grow into to more plate appearances. And, and when you got a chance to kind of lock a guy in with an affordable deal like that, you know, knowing that he really fits that roster puzzle that manager Terry Francona likes to piece together, you know, it makes complete sense. And it's nice just for the player and for the team not to have to go through that whole arbitration process again. Yeah, he had a nice postseason as well. Uh, hit 333, uh, got on base at a 500 clip in the postseason. Um, of course, he, he was a big part of the, the game-tying home run by Roger Davis. He was the guy who got on base in front of that and then uh, got on base in front of Davis again in the 10th when uh, they came within a, a run of tying it. But uh, So, yeah, obviously a, a nice piece. I just wonder, JB, do they have insurance on this contract if he breaks something, you know, getting hit by a pitch? Because this guy is the... <laughs> I believe he's still the all-time uh, leader in, in percentage basis of, of getting hit by pitches. Yeah, I, I, th- I forget what the exact number was that I tweeted, but somebody said, uh, somebody, a fan said, Craig Biggio laughs at Brandon Geyer's hit by pitch. And I said, actually, you know, when you look at it, Biggio, I think, was once every 40-something plate appearances, and Geyer's right. like once every 14 plate appearances. <laughs> it's something ridiculous. He got hit 31 times I, when, uh, when I found out there was some – performance bonuses in his contract i jokingly asked someone in the front office if you know they were based on hit by pitch and they said no way that'd be a deal breaker you know, because he gets hit so much but um he got hit twice in the world series so that's 33 for 2016 and i was a little disappointed when i looked up on fan graphs the projections for 2017 they only have him at 14 times in 80 games 
I think it's going to be higher than that. I'll take the over. <laughs> well, uh, so they come to terms with Geyer. I know some fans got a little hot and bothered earlier this week uh, thinking they might sign another outfielder. There was a report from Ken Rosenthal. The Indians were, were keeping tabs on Jose Bautista. Um, I don't know about you. I mean, when I heard that, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you do your due diligence as, as any team should, but it never struck me as a particularly realistic scenario unless his market uh, it would absolutely have to be totally crumbled. Uh, and if it came to that point, I'm sure there'd be a lot of teams interested, but uh, he ends up getting a $18 million guarantee from the Blue Jays. It just It never seemed like the Indians were in that, uh, you know, that wheelhouse. Yeah, I mean, the report was very vague. Um, you know, part of you wants to kind of eye-roll a little bit because, you know, they wouldn't really go out and, and add another big bat in free agency, would they? But then the other part of you goes, well, I mean, this is Ken Rosenthal. This guy's usually on the mark. And the Indians have surprised us now. They surprised us by getting Andrew <laughs> Miller. They surprised us by getting Edru, Edwin Encarnacion. You know, at what point do we sort of let go of our previous perception of the way this franchise operates and kind of allow ourselves to think, hey, maybe they are going to do that. Um, you know, but I think right now what we go on is when at the Edwin Encarnacion press conference when we talked to Chris Antonetti, you know, he said that any additions of any financial significance are probably not going to happen from this point on. And I think when you saw Roger Davis sign for what he signed for in Oakland, right. it was kind of a testament because that was a pretty affordable deal. Um, when right. we spoke with Antonetti again, in light of the Bautista rumors and after the Geyer contract, you know, we asked if he, you know, was looking to to continue to add. And his his quote was that uh, the Indians owner, Paul Dolan, has encouraged the front office to continue to look for ways to improve the team. So that's an interesting statement because that's saying the ownership is the one that might be pushing them uh, where if there's something like a Bautista or somebody else out there, maybe that means there is a little more resources than – than we think are available at the moment. So it's interesting, at least, to see them tied into that. You know, there's obviously not a, a surplus of options left on the open market, but there are still some intriguing bats, and there's still sort of that cloudy situation surrounding Michael Brantley where, you know, we the latest update we got is he has resumed hitting off a tee, so he's well ahead of where he was at this point last year. But still, I mean, no one's going to know until spring training, until he gets into games, until he gets into multiple games you know, if Michael Brantley is realistic for opening day. So, you know, I think they're trying to continue to explore the market, you know, with that encouragement by ownership, um, you know, maybe with a little bit more of a blessing to, to spend if they need to, and also sign, sort of being cognizant of the fact that they might need to have an insurance plan for Brantley. Yeah, um, I mean, they're pretty highly leveraged at the moment. Their, their payroll has gone up about uh, 45% from opening day last year, and um, I, the whole payroll at this point is, is based on the idea of making another deep postseason run. That's, that's basically yeah. uh, what is not unlike the Royals were kind of in that situation in 2016. And you see them kind of shedding salary now because of that. Um, they, they basically leveraged themselves and the, the postseason run didn't happen. But, it, you know, and but you're right. You, they have surprises before. And you think you think that nobody likes this comparison, but you think back to the uh, Nick Swisher and Michael Bourne uh, year uh, when they signed those two guys and they had already given up the pick for Swisher and figured, well, might as well give up the second round pick for Bourne when, when his market faltered. I don't think it would be to that level. And, and obviously there's only one guy left who's attached to a draft pick and that's Mark Trumbo. But, but yeah, maybe, maybe something comes around uh, 
you know, around the time of pitchers and catchers reporting, because the, the fact of the matter is there's still a lot of bats out there and not a lot of obvious fits uh, for those bats. I, I think from the Indians' perspective, if you if you had an unlimited budget, go out and get an outfielder or go out and get a third baseman and allow Jose Ramirez to, to bounce around like he did last year. But, um, you know, it, it's hard to make it work financially or, or deep in the bullpen, for that matter, at another bullpen arm. But we shall see uh, what happens on that front. Uh, one other thing, JB, just the Hall of Fame announcement this week and Manny Ramirez obviously not going into the Hall of Fame in his first year on the ballot, but uh, a, a player uh, near and dear to Indians fans' hearts or at least mine's uh, from – coming up in the Cleveland organization, having some great years there. Uh, but we all know what happened towards the end of his career, multiple PED suspensions. And I think, I think ultimately that, that socks him. Uh, you know, we're seeing a little more leniency towards the PED crowd, and, and we're seeing an uptick in, in support for Bonds and Clemens. But it still seems like there's that line, and, and at least from the percentages associated with Ramirez in his first year, it seems like there's that line in the sand where, if you did violate actual policy, which which Manny Ramirez did, it's going to come back to bite you. Yeah, and that, I mean that seems to be, as you mentioned, sort of that line that that voters are drawing in the sand. You know, guys who are, uh, you know, there's suspicions, but they were never punished, or you know, we're pretty sure they used, but you know, Manny Ramirez has it on his record. Now, I've also read, you know, a couple different sides of the opinions on this, and one one side uh, voter who i know voted for Manny Ramirez said well in the in the eyes of baseball if he received punishment and served his time then maybe he deserves more credit than the Barry Bonds of the world who who weren't caught you know a guy who actually served his time and was punished you know it's a it's a different way to look at it um i don't know where i fall on this issue it, it's just it's tough i mean this is one of the greatest right-handed power uh hitters in, in baseball history, a guy that I know, you know, as our children get older, if we're talking about baseball, you know, he's a guy that we'll remember talking about from when we were kids, one of the great players, you know, the Manny Bean, Manny moments. But, yeah, it's definitely – if he gets into the Hall of Fame, it's not going to be anytime soon, especially when you look at the percentage that he's at right now for this year's first year on the ballot and also just how long it's taken guys like Bonds and Clemens uh, to inch up in their own percentages. So – Interesting case indeed, and one of the first ones, I think the first since Palmero where he's eligible for the Hall of Fame but actually has a suspension on his resume. You know, and I think that does create a little bit more of a different dilemma for the voting yeah. body. Yeah, I guess and kind of to that point, it, it, he is on the ballot, so not that they have this uh, acceptance of, of his offenses, but he is still a member in good standing of Major League Baseball, and um, you know, he was a special advisor with the Cubs. And um, so it's not like a Pete Rose situation where he's not even eligible to receive votes. So I guess there is the right. argument there that as long as you're a member in good standing of, of the Major League Baseball fraternity, you're kind of judged on your on-field merits. I'm not sure. But yeah, it's a tough one, no doubt about it. I'm one of those supporters of the Bonds and Clemens movement just because I think that era is so hazy in general and there's no omniscience about who did what and when. Not that I don't think those guys didn't use. I just mean we don't the full extent of who was using is it's just an impossible thing to know. So I think you just kind of judge statistics for what they are from that time. But Manny's a little different in, in having offended. So 
We shall see uh, in years down the road. Uh, but for now, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and thank Jordan Bastian for joining us. This has been MLB.com Extras, Cleveland Indians edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.